When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, buddy. Hello. Welcome to the six o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hello, buddy. Hi. Hi, Jenny from Chicago. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean of the Schaumburg, Illinois McLeans. Uh, we're grateful and excited that you're here. Sit back, relax, let us entertain you. Mm-hmm. Let us entertain you for a little while, we promise. Again, if you're dissatisfied with today's show, Uh-oh. hold on to your receipt and take us back to any bed, bath, and beyond. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, let's get this. Uh, let's kick this pig. Here we go. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody last night at uh, Southdale. I'll start with the movie, and then I'll tell you about the unfortunate incident that happened during the movie that not only uh, angered myself, uh, Colin, and our friend Katie that was sitting next to us, but uh, various people in the crowd. Uh I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But first, I'll cut to the chase. Uh, This movie is kind of what I feared. Uh-oh. And I, Lex, uh, well, no, Dawn, I think you were you were here at the time. When it was announced that Sasha Baron Cohen, well, this movie has been wrapped in turmoil almost from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys remember that Sasha Baron Cohen was attached to play Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. I believe even I think Sasha was even a producer. Mm -hmm. Memory serves me right. He went on Stern. He went on Howard shortly after. And revealed that he was off the project. Talked about being off the project. I don't know if he revealed it on Stern, but talked about he was off it. And he just said the the bottom line, and there was, there's always a lot of reasons, but one of the things that stuck out to me was that because the, the, the surviving members of Queen were involved, they really wanted to kind of sanitize the, the story uh. and, and take out take out a lot of the nuance and some of the darker chapters mm-hmm. uh, of Freddie's life and the band's life. And so that happened. And then they brought in another actor and then that ha- and then they left. And then Rami Malek Mr. from Robot. Mr. Robot came in. Brian Singer, who did X-Men and Superman Returns, he came in to direct it. And then halfway during production, he was fired. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Then a new director came in. Now, look, in movie history, that does the the change of directors doesn't always doom a movie. 
Uh, I mean, look at the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz had 72 directors. (laughs) (laughs) Don, you know, it had had 74 directors. But this is not the Wizard of Oz. Bohemian Rhapsody isn't the Wizard of Oz. Oh, did it feel like a neutered movie? It felt like it had its kahunas removed. That's what a lot of the reviewers are saying, Jason. Well, I believe I... It was too sanitized and just like, come on, you're leaving out half the story here. Yeah. Especially when we know it. Just show it. It's, it feels like, it feels like every, it feels like they had a list and they put the word biopic at the top of the list and they checked off every little component that you would see in a biopic. This Bohemian Rhapsody at times feels like a made for TV movie on FX. Oh, and I love FX, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like it's yeah. slightly better than a network TV made for TV movie. Uh, oh. So it's, it's a, it's a, if this was on Netflix, you would be like, Oh, this is great. Or if this was on FX, you'd oh, like, Oh, that's wonderful. But for a motion picture on the big screen, it just there isn't a lot of nuance. I mean, yeah, you learn the you 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 learn the quirky ways that Bohemian Rhapsody came to be and how the riff for another one bites the dust dust happens. But it just feels like they are just skimming the surface of a lot of interesting story about Queen and specifically Freddie Mercury. And though the big fears of them totally washing away Freddie's uh, relationships and and his bisexuality or his homosexuality, whatever Freddie ended up uh, deeming himself at the end of his life, Mm -hmm. it's not totally washed away and neutered, but but it's very winked at. And I just feel like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like. They're just brushing the surface and not not that the whole movie needed to be about that, but it just seems like they were almost afraid to touch it yeah. too much. Oh, man. How was Rami Malek? Oh. I heard his performance is pretty good outside of yeah. all the stories so, not being great. Yeah. Let me. So the, there's there. There are my problems with the movie. Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury uh, is is great. At times, it feels like an imitation. Mm hmm. Uh, less of a performance, but some a, a reviewer that I read right before I went to bed put it really well. Anybody that can sustain a performance as Freddie Mercury, who arguably was one of the most energetic stage musician mm-hmm. musicians ever yep. in the twenty latter half of the twentieth century, anyone that can sustain being Freddie Mercury on the screen for almost two and a half hours, deserve some respect. And Raimi does that. Raimi absolutely does that. Oh, uh, you know, dot, dot, dot. Again, there are, there are moments where it feels like an imitation mm-hmm. uh, and not a creation of the actor. How's but, the music? Is he singing or is he not singing? See, I don't know. Mm, okay. You 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 wonder about that. Uh, obviously, there are some Freddie vocals in there because Queen Queen was involved. I think to the detriment of this movie. Uh, yes. I, I, uh, I no one should ever be in charge of their own mm. biopic because you're gonna human instinct. 
human instinct will will have you protect yourself. But anyway, um, the the best part is the music. It reminds mm-hmm. you. Here's another positive. Okay, Ramy. The other positive is my goodness, my Sharona, my Green Giant, my Sprout. Does this movie remind you what a phenomenon Queen was and is? Mm-hmm. You, and if you're a youngin and you did not live through when they were together and Freddie was on the earth, oh, it, it, you, you listen to the music and you see them create it. And what a force, what a creative force Freddie was and, and the band together and that's one of the things that the movie did well is they you do uh, and but again you see this in every single biopic um you know oh the the band breaks up and oh they realize they need each other but you really do realize and freddie does too that uh they are much stronger together than they are uh, apart mm-hmm. it, it it does reinforce their place in music history um and the especially when they show you the live aid performance in 85 and they recreate that painstakingly uh, well. The only thing, and, and I agree with some reviewers, they keep taking shots of the computer-generated crowd. They recreated Live Aid, and it kind of looks like um, the Gungan War uh, on Phantom Menace. I mean, <laughs> it looks like Jar Jar Binks is in there somewhere. and Because <laughs> oh. you can kind of tell, because obviously Brian Singer wasn't recording film in 1985 at Live Aid, so they have to recreate this. They yeah. have to re- recreate Wim- uh, uh, Wembley Stadium. But they they take too many cutaways of it and they linger on them, so you you get the you can see the rubber rubberness of the. That's why I think I'm like, oh look, there's Jar Jar Binks down there. Anyway, uh, so see this film or not? Ugh. I mean, yeah, because it should be seen loud, so you appreciate the music. Look, all of the stuff. My my friend and producer Eric brought his mother, who mm. was a huge Queen fan. And she didn't mind all these subtleties that I'm mentioning, all the stuff that I didn't like. This is, she didn't mind it. She didn't mind the fact that it repeats notes that you see in every (laughs) biopic. Yeah. Especially a musician where, okay, we're going to start with their last performance. Uh, and then back. we're gonna then we're gonna rewind back, and then at the end of the movie we're gonna come back to that last. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, it's a the formula. same notes. It's the f- same formula. There's really nothing inventive that the forty directors did, but the, but the but most moviegoers won't care about that. They're gonna love the music. They're gonna love Raimi, yep. and that's all they're gonna need. So you you'll probably like it. I just wanted more. I wanted more nuance. I wanted to learn a little bit more about Freddie. Mm. Really, I wanted to learn more about Freddie, and this just scratched the surface. Somewhere in there, there's a really good Freddie Mercury biopic. This is not it. Uh-huh. This is not it. Gotcha. So. Uh, it looks like the New York Times says that voice mixing is a combination of Rami Malek and a, and Canadian singer Mark Martell. Mm. Okay, so that makes sense. You know, and the trailer is all Freddie Mercury, but in the movie, it's a combination of. Malik and this other guy who I'm assuming is probably more pitch perfect on that. Yeah. Uh, 615. When we come back, I will tell you the unfortunate incident Uh-oh. incidents uh, that plagued uh, the watching of this movie last night. Oh, Stay no. with us. 621. 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. And don't forget, if for any reason you become unattached to your radio device, mm. you can always listen to us on our app. Download My Talk 1071 wherever apps are sold. It's free, by the way. Yep. And take us everywhere. Tennis games, Ponderosa Steakhouse, mm. the circus, wherever you go, we're Got right there app. with you. Mm-hmm. I was going to play, I was going to play uh, Just Saying or Unhappy Homo or one of my, but I, I'm like legit just kind of uh, just sad and just mad. And I don't want to make light of it because it's just, it's just sad to me. I'm, I'm equal parts like, ugh, and also just mad. We're sitting in the movie. We were at Bohemian Rhapsody yesterday. And, uh, and this is a, a screening. So there's a lot of press there. With a smattering of winners from different radio stations, per usual. That's usually the makeup of these advanced screenings for movies. And we're about, I don't know, midway through the motion picture. And there is a scene. It's one of the first scenes where they allude to Freddie Mercury being a gay man or a bisexual man. And he... I believe, oh, his uh, his friend that ends up uh, working with him, they're playing the piano together alone, or he's pl- Freddie's playing, and the dude leans over and steals a kiss from Freddie. And this is the first time that this has happened, and they, they, the, the kiss lingers for about three seconds. And when this happens... This, I was going to call him a gentleman, but he was anything but a gentleman last night. This guy, Uh this earth hat on the other side of the theater, I hear the beginning. I hear loud talking and then I am literally on the other side of the auditorium and I can hear him say, and then this was confirmed to me by my producer friend, Eric, who had the unfortunate luck to be sitting right behind him, this Earth hat said loudly, he goes, well, if he had done that to me, I would have punched him in the face and starts talking, making uh, homophobic comments loudly for a prolonged period of time. And this continues. And 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 he continues talking, not just about, the fact that Freddie's gay, but just starts talking. So then members of the, the viewing audience are openly saying, kick him out, kick him out. And I'm like, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, oh my goodness. And nobody that lasted something to eat finally. Mm, it re- re- repeatedly. I mean, it happened. I don't know, realistically, three times, an incident like this, or him talking three or four times, oh. and he was never removed. So <gasps> That's I re- what I was wondering. Oh, no. no. So I repeat, my, I repeat my rant. I repeat my plea to these theater owners. My husband, <laughs> I wish I could find his tweet. Mm. I don't know. It's Colin Matheson on Twitter. He was so mad. Uh, these theater owners... These theater managers, everybody, y'all better step up. I'm serious. Wow. Because no people are choosing not to go to the movies, and this is one of the reasons. This idiot should have been removed after the first outburst. Yeah. The, let me be, I'll be a little kind, the second chance. Uh, people spend a lot of money now after snacks and admission Dawn, you spent, uh, oh, oh, crap, we have to go. $47. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When the, you guys, you, 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 theater folks, all companies, you got to make auditorium uh, safety and auditorium, uh, the, the, the listening conditions, a priority. Yeah, give us good pretzels, but we got to be able to watch the movie without morons ruining it for us because it's too darn expensive to not do that. We'll be back. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Topping Google Trends and Entertainment. We're sorry to report you did not win the Mega Millions jackpot unless you are one lucky person in South Carolina. 10 million people are searching for those numbers, uh, and somebody got all of them correct. Mega Millions said there were no other winners, but 36 tickets bought nationwide were oh so close, matching five of the six numbers. Also trending, Drake just broke another record, and as the star revealed on social media, he got a text from his former teacher notifying him of a record he recently broke. He achieved 12 Hot 100 top tracks in 2018, beating out the Beatles for the most in a single year. That record was held by the Beatles since 1964. And hashtags on Twitter, we have Wednesday Wisdom and Wednesday Motivation. And those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And now, deep thoughts by Jack Handy. I can't stand cheap people. It makes me real mad when someone says something like, hey, when are you going to pay me that hundred dollars you owe me? Or, do you have that fifty dollars you borrowed? Man, quit being so cheap. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk middle seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jason, Lex, and Don McLean. Oh, thanks for sitting with me during my little rant there. Oh, I was so mad. Yeah, People are just ignorant. Like, look, at some point, just leave, just get up and go. That's. I was just gonna say we had to do a forced break, or I would have just put a bow on the conversation. If you just tuned in, I was going off. There was some Earth hat that decided to uh, 
speak very loudly when there was a scene during the screening of Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Um, when there's a scene where Freddie Mercury is kissed for like three seconds by another guy. And he just makes he just made a total fool of himself. And my feeling is, look, I, I, I'm under no illusion. I'm under I, 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 I'm not and I'm not a, I'm as Forrest Gump would say, I'm not a smart man, but I do know not everyone is comfortable with uh, gay folks. Look, if you're not just why don't you just not disrupt the movie for everybody else? If it's not your cup of tea, if the movie's going in a direction that you're not comfortable with for one reason or another, just take your Coke and yeah. take your popcorn and, 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 and go see. I don't know the chipmunks movie or something. I just 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 leave quietly. And why do you have to make a scene? Why do you have to show your intolerance? Why your do you ignorance? even like Queen if you're that homophobic? That's well, my question. Like, why would you know? even be interested to see the movie? Well, that's right. I'm like, uh, that's just why bizarre. Are you there? That's right. I'm like, why are you at Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> so bizarre. If you, I mean, what do you think it's about? Do you think it's Wayne's World three? I mean, what? What? It's why so the weird. hell are you there? I think, yeah. Mm. I I just it was shocking to me. And, well, then and then this, when people are saying kick him out, oh, at some and, point, and then he wasn't thinking, kicked out. Well, that or at least go. Okay, well, I should leave then. <laughs> yes, and Lex, I'm not joking. I wasn't even the one saying anything because I was. I'm not joking. On the other end of the auditorium, and I, I heard him, and uh, conservatively, three people verbally said, "Yeah, yeah, kick him out," and he was never. He was never removed, never talked to. Mm. And I'm just like, what is the deal? Get them out of there. That's what I'm telling you. They don't pay me. I don't own stock. But I really am getting to the point where the only movie theater that I feel like giving my money to is the Alamo Draft House because they do not mess around with talkers. Girl, they will remove you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They will remove you. You, without hesitation, because again, it's expensive. It's really expensive to go to the movies, and why should you have the right to ruin it for everybody else? You don't. Yeah, shut well, your just mouth. Know what was going through his mind? Well, ignorance was what was going on in his mind, and he felt like sharing it in the middle of a movie. But, dude, I got news for you: you ain't in your living room. No, you're not in your living room. You feel that way? Great. Congratulations. But you're you're not sitting on your couch with your family. You're in a public setting. You're in a communal setting. I mean, I some, wonder what the person felt like who was with them. I, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Sanctioned or, yeah, yeah embarrassed. Oh God. I don't pretend to. Anyway, uh, six coming up on uh, six thirty six. Now, Lex, while I was there, um, I, I'm very curious. Did you watch the Connors before you went on Hell Watch the World Series? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> turn over to watch the Connors for a little bit. Okay, uh, tell me, talk to me. I'm curious about okay, this. Okay, I liked it more than the premiere. I, I, I think what? mainly yes, because we're getting to the the other family members. You know, they had to kind of wrap up the whole Roseanne thing. And the other thing is, is that Darlene and David, that whole love story, it's just heartrending to watch what's happening right now. And 
to see what they're going through uh, because you at least watching the original run of it, you just thought that they would be together forever. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the case, but they're the best they're acting wise. You could just feel the chemistry and to see that run through it is great. Becky has another kind of thing that's happening with her, um, a a different addiction that just feels like, wow. Okay. Uh, Becky does heavy. It feels heavy. Yeah. And Becky, you know, she's not, we talked about this before. The strongest swimmer. She's not the strongest. Same with the, 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 the brother. <laughs> not oh the strongest DJ. DJ. Yeah, they're acting, acting as wise, you mean? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And toward the is. end of it, you'll see there's a little, She's she has a problem. And, you know, at some point she, uh, there's a little interaction between them. And so then that kind of lost me a little bit. But, you know. I'm going to give it another watch, too, and I, I liked it more than the premiere. <laughs> so, well, that's good. Hey, that. I mean, there's yeah. there's that, Lex. You liked it more than the premiere. Just com- yeah, curious to see, you know, what, how what's going on, how they're going to move forward from this. Uh, last night was some stiff competition. They had This Is Us, the World Series. So, ugh, oh, ratings-wise, right. it's going to be in the pooper. See, this is, this is the week, Lex. You know what I... Forget the premiere. Yeah, it's the second week, it's the third week, and the fourth week yeah. you need to watch. Beyond the curiosity factor of that first episode. Yeah, I'm going to be very. Uh, the ratings usually dump. Uh, Donna and Steve, it'll probably dump during their show. Um, I'm going to be curious of what it is because uh, what was it? Ten point five, Lex. Mm-hmm. Don wasn't yeah. it? Ten point five digits. Um, let's should we make? Let's. I'm going to predict. Ooh, why does the number six pop out to me? Oh, oh, I was gonna say five mil. Oh, I'm gonna say six point one. Let's see. Uh, I'll say six point eight. Okay, I'm we'll saying see. five. Okay, you, you're probably gonna be right, Lex, and that's oh boy, that'll be a fifty percent dip. Though ABC Ooh. will be like, "What girl? Mm. What's that?" Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you the most upsetting thing about being a Bohemian Rhapsody? Even more upsetting than. Uh, and I'm joking. Uh, then the ignorant guy screaming. Uh, what? I couldn't watch any more Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> You're like, uh, I'd rather be there right now I'm, at I'd home in my there. movie room. Freaked out. <laughs> I I didn't get to any yesterday either. Girl, I'm I, Colin, when we got... Because <laughs> poor Col, I think he was for once more upset about ignorant dude yeah. than I was. And then he got home and he's like, and you know what the, you know what the topper is? I said, what's he? He's, you know what the topper is? The movie was pedestrian. We had that dude and we didn't get to watch any more Haunting of the Hill House. And I said, I know! We we went to the movie. We could have waited. But we went and then we had we had to deal with him. And we now and now we have to go to bed and we can't watch any more Hill House. Right. So yeah. So tonight, though, uh, I have my I have a thing with Alexis today, mm-hmm. and then after that, we're gonna get some uh, salad or something, some soups or I don't know, meat, and we're gonna sit in our living room and knock out. I'm determined to get to that scary episode, Dawn, that you've been telling me about uh, five and six episodes, Ooh. five and six of the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. On Netflix, I want to get there you're tonight. At four, right? I'm at four, my love. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. You can do that. You can. Probably I can do get two hours. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no. Right through. I no 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 no. I we need a palate cleanser. <laughs> oh, we, right. So we do two of them, and then Colin. <laughs> uh, then we have to do a 
great British baking show because yeah, before you go to bed, you got to erase all the ghosts. Oh, because Colin, my uh, my fear, Lex, and uh, my Lex, you haven't been, to, you haven't seen episode four of Hill House, have you? No, yet? I've watched just one and two. Okay, girl, girl, wait, I wonder, Dawn, and let me see if you, all of you that have watched it, and if you haven't, I described. The creature slash ghost that's freaking me out the most in this show, which is this ghost whose feet levitate about three inches off the ground and has a cane. Colin, he's freaked out by a creature that's in kind of a basement. Don, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? The dumb waiter episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Alexis, Colin- have you seen that? No, yeah. just okay. one and two. Oh. So oh, Colin man. said he can't get that out of his mind. <laughs> so I'm wondering what what Lex Cuckoo Thompson over there, Rude. which one, <laughs> what, Rude. what, what, what oh, Cuckoo Cuckoo, me out. what, yeah, who's gonna freak Cuckoo Cuckoo out over there more? Uh oh. I have a feeling levitating man. Oh. I think she's. I think Lex are gonna be with me because it's the visual of that and it's his cane. Oh. That he just taps like Ugh. methodically and 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 and, and, and just oh anyway oh, the haunt the haunting of Hill House is what we're talking about <laughs> on Netflix. So many of you are jumping on the bandwagon. I literally had a my talker send me a message on my Facebook page and said that she got a subscription just to watch this show. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, she's gonna. Sarah. Well, Hi, Sarah. She's never gonna leave her house again. I mean, <laughs> no. You guys, she's exploring Netflix for the first time. Whoa. Yes. Yeah, we'll see you in 2025, Sarah. Yeah. She's so never gonna leave. Oh, never gonna so leave. Worth the money. Yeah. 642. Stay right there, my talkers. But grab another beverage. We'll be back after these words. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. Where do baby ghosts go during the day? Day scare centers. <laughs> this has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. <laughs> oh, that's a cute one. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Don, you want to comment on that one? Oh. <sighs> Sometimes you uh, just go, do I want to put out the energy? That's good. I did listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a step for me. Right. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't really listen. <laughs> I go, here it comes. It's not worth it. There's only so much I can put I into my brain like Seriously. a computer. I got to kick out stuff every day and I don't you need gotta, garbage. Don't. Don, how's your hard drive? Don, I should need to I buy it? You know, Don, should we invest in an external hard drive yes, for you, absolutely. for your mind? Oh, okay. for sure. Oh, okay, we'll yeah. do that for you, sweetie. We'll we'll do that for you. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the old program. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. If you so feel uh, inclined, we'd appreciate it. Go ahead and follow us on ye old social media. Uh, Dawn at Dark, Lex and the Cities. And Jason Matheson. Now, I will tell you, there was a special surprise. I bring up my social media for a reason. As I told you, I was at a screening for Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Uh, beforehand, I had dinner with my uh, my my lovely husband and a dear friend of ours, Katie. And uh, we were sitting in a bar. We like to sit, uh, if available, we're bar sitters. I would much rather sit at a bar. I think sometimes you get better service. Anyway, so we're sitting at a bar. You're closer to the alcohol? 
that. Yeah, you can get your drink refilled immediately. That that's very true. (laughs) So we're sitting there. We're sitting kind of on the corner, and that's my favorite. I like to sit on one end of a corner, and then my husband on this, so we can look at each other. So I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm on the corner, and there's a couple uh, next to to next to me, and there I can see them signing their bill, and they have um, a a thing of chips because we are Rojo, or as some call it. Rojo, <laughs> we're at the we're at Rojo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fabulous happy hour, by the way. We're at Rojo, and the couple signing their check. And I look over. Uh, she puts on her coat. They get up and leave, which was perfect because we had our friend coming. But that's not the point of the story. I look over, and the couple had a full, brand new basket of chips. Oh yeah, mm. and a couple, <laughs> a couple I spoonfuls taken out. Of their queso. They basically had a full bowl of queso left. So I'm sitting there and Colin, because, you know, Colin is so, so sweet and so devoted to my talk. He he honestly listens all day long. He listens to our show every single day. So we Aww. both look at each other and he smiles and I know what he's getting ready to say. He goes, girl. He goes, we need to send a video to Alexis or, or FaceTime her yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, okay, so let's go back in time. Let's go back to yesterday. Different scenario. Let's go back to yesterday. <laughs> Alexis on our show was like. So if you're at a restaurant and you have food left over, like you're, you order so much. Uh, would you offer it to a stranger? Like, here, Rick, would you like some of my queso? And, and Don and I are like, hell no, I'm not going to eat a stranger's food. Yeah. You know, especially queso dip or chicken wings. It's, no, just, no. it's wet, you know? It's wet. <laughs> it's a wet appetite. It's, and it's food season. And, yeah. and it got you dipped us, once. That's it. Eat and it got, only once. Well, yeah. well you, you, the, you, the, you could have infected the whole bowl of guac. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lon. Thank you, Don. Just with your fingers touching the chip. And it, and it led to a great debate. It was really 50-50. Some of you thought, oh, no, Lex is right. That's very sweet. I mean, why waste food? If you're getting ready to leave and you have a whole plate of wings, offer it to the stranger next to you at the next table. And Don and I are like, hell no. I'm not going to go to the stranger at the next table and say, hey, we're leaving. Do you want a chicken wing? No, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. So, so. If you go to my Instagram, right? If you go to my Instagram. <laughs> it Insta- wasn't offered to you, though, Jace. They just left it. Same concept, different, lady. Different, different scenarios, same Jason. Con- same concept, lady. <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> no, not very different at all. Imagine in this scenario, like, let's say the guy did accept your bowl of uh, guac and, and chips, chips, Alexis. Yes. Okay. Um, the bartender comes back. You've left. The dude's eating chips that he didn't order or pay for. What does he say? Does he go, well, I'm eating this. <laughs> they gave they, it to they, me. They gave me this and they I'm eating this. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> they tipped for me too. They live at $2. So Colin starts laughing before I even grab my phone and I, I start to make a video. Oh. So there's so go to my Instagram right now, everyone. Just search Jason Matheson, follow me, and then click on my head to go to my stories. <laughs> my stories. I was laughing, and, though. And this is so I, uh, I, let me go back. So this is the video that I made for Lex. Here we go. Hey, Lex. <laughs> These people just.
just left. Should I eat their queso? Should I, Lex? Should I go for it? Looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> this nasty-ass bowl of queso sitting there with some half-drank margarita. I almost, Lex, I almost oh, grabbed God. that margarita like we were going to drink it. But, oh, it's so... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't offer it. They probably knew. Look, we dipped a few times in there. Oh. It's been but sitting re- there for a while. I really did think of you, though, when they got up and left, and so obviously did my husband. We both looked at it because it was a nearly full bowl, and I go, here's the scenario. Uh, Like, uh look at that nasty. It happens all the time. Yeah, but what if they, like Dawn said, I really did think about it like, okay, that couple was still there when we got there. What if he would have done an Alexis? I'm calling it now the Alexis. (laughs) If he would have been like, hey... Hi, hi, sir. And I've been like, yeah. Hi, we're getting ready to leave, and we just ordered this. You know, we still have some queso left. Would you like some? <gasps> yeah. What would Girl. you say? What you have said oh, in that situation? I would have said politely. No, thank you. Oh, that is very sweet of you. We're good. We're good. Thank no, you. Gracias. I'm just, and I literally that's probably exactly what I would have said to him. I would have been very kind. I would have been very courteous and polite. But then the moment he left. Oh, a, a, whore, a huge judgment. I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been, right, Colin and I would have looked rude. at each other like, Can you Colin, imagine that? Person? Colin and I would have looked at each other like, did he just offer his half eaten, nasty, <laughs> gelatinous mm-hmm. queso to us? <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard. Oh, this is gosh. the thing about Alexis. She, everybody is her friend. It's like, you yes, know, she, and it's so she's sweet. So sweet. And, yes. She thinks it's just like, that guy's just, it's just like we're at my house and we're having a little uh, cocktail party. Yeah. She sees that person as the same as one of her close friends, which is yeah, very which is, sweet. It's very it endearing. Been there long. What about it? Girl, look at that video. That, that, oh, that no, bowl. That queso, I agree. That, would, that, that well, one looked rough. So Lex writes to me, so I get home yeah, after the movie. Yeah, I forgot what I said. Lex writes to me and she goes, Dawn, I love, she put a caveat on it. She goes, this is her reply to me. Oh no, Jace, that does not look fresh. And I said, <laughs> I said, does it really matter to you? Yeah. Like, yes. that, is that? And she goes, oh, it matters. It matters. Sure, Lex. Oh sure. Gosh. I'm sure it matters. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, nasty. I, I didn't actually, because Kelsey, she prevented me from doing it. So I guess I was safe Who was there. with you? Yeah, who was, who with, was with you in the moment? Yeah, yeah, Kelsey's very smart. Do not offer your used food to a stranger. <laughs> but I might do it. In in the future, we'll see, guys. Don't you dare. She's not going to (laughs) stop. No, she won't. Uh, It is uh, won't stop, can't stop. stop. 6.55. We have a fun 7 o'clock hour. Birthday pranks coming up. Plus your 7 at 7. Lex has traffic and more. Stay right there, friends. We'll be back right after these words. It's a beautiful day. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.